Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Welcome back. Last time, we were talking about the major characters of Sherlock Holmes, Jonathan Small, and Dr. Watson. But don't worry, as we said in the previous episode, we'll now look at some minor but significant characters, including Mary Morstan, Thaddeus Sholto, and Tonga. Mary, as we've already mentioned, is a romantic figure for Watson. But her arrival at Sherlock's door is also the inciting incident for the story itself. Mary is presented to the readers, perhaps with some narrative bias, by a clearly smitten Watson. Through him, we are encouraged to see Mary as an innocent, modest example of the English lady. This is the only perspective we have on Mary, so we are forced to accept his presentation of her. But always remember that we are seeing her through this biased perspective. Remember how in the previous episode we spoke about Jonathan being symbolic of the lower classes, attempting to steal into a world that is not their own? Well, Mary is the opposite. She is the daughter of a British officer, a high-ranking official, and due to the theft of her father's wealth, she is unable to access the upper-class life that she is due. We should mention at this point that, of course, the treasure is not Mary's, nor was it her father's. It has been stolen from a foreign land and from people whom the British Empire invaded and took control of. This is not given any credence in the novel because, as far as the British are concerned, they have every right to that treasure. This would be extremely problematic in our current culture. As with the presentation of the supposed savage Tonga, throughout the novel, the language used to describe Tonga is racist, colonial, and superior. While this is to be expected when reading literature from this time, it's also a device used by Conan Doyle to direct the British fear of invasion from the colonies. Tonga is the embodiment of everything the everyday British fear. He is savage, ugly, and primitive. It's no coincidence. That of the two villains, he is the one who kills Thaddeus Sholto's brother, while Small is shown to have been furious at the murder. From a colonial perspective, the Englishman Small is redeemable, despite his class, whereas Tonga is evil, dangerous, and must be killed. We can apply a similar lens to Thaddeus Sholto. Thaddeus not only serves as a narrative device, sending Mary the pearls and providing key exposition to Sherlock and Watson when they encounter him, but also as a symbol of imperial wealth. When Sherlock and Watson first encounter Thaddeus, he is hidden away in a part of London not associated with the gentry. However, he has surrounded himself with pomp and riches, many of which are exotic in nature, hooker pipes and wild animal skins, for example. Thaddeus's wealth is obviously linked to India and other British colonies, and he is himself the son of a major. So he has close ties to the British Empire and its militaristic behaviour. Furthermore, the fact that he is a hypochondriac 
and reclusive could be interpreted by our reader critics to be a commentary on how ties to the empire weakens Britain. Thaddeus's primary purpose in the novel, however, is to act as a turning point and a source of vital information. It is Thaddeus who sends the pearls to Mary, along with a warning letter. It is Thaddeus who leads Sherlock and co. to his dead brother. And it is Thaddeus who provides the suspense for us as a reader when Sherlock sets out in pursuit of Jonathan Small and Tonga. Therefore, you should not only consider Thaddeus as a character in the novel, but also as a narrative device used by Conan Doyle to keep his readers engaged. We've now been through all the key characters in this novel. There are others, of course, and you should feel free to analyse them as well. But focusing on the ones we've discussed in this episode will give you a firm foundation to work from. Next episode, we're going to dive into the novel itself and work our way through it. If you've not already read the novel, we recommend you do that before going any further. As while we'll summarise and emphasise key moments, you'll not get the full benefit without having read the complete book. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.